0: Grab a cold one, heat up those wings, and get ready to fire up your engines. Fire
1: up your engines.
0: It's fanside on RaceCanada.World Race with your hosts Cam K and Graydon Bunn. Hello everybody, welcome back to Fanside on RaceCanada.world presented by Remax Jack. Start to pack and call Remax, Jack. We've got one of the most dominant drivers. And when I say dominant, he has been like lightning in the NASCAR Pinty Series ever since he started driving in the series. Two wins in his very first year. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Kevin Lacroix is here on the show and we are so excited. Kevin, welcome. Hello. Yes. Uh, w- first off, I want to say I didn't actually know your name first from the NASCAR Pinty Series. I actually remember being a teenager and seeing you in the Toyota Atlantic series. Um, you actually, I believe won a race at Portland. I think, I think it was Portland, maybe the second, the second Portland race. And I, I'm curious actually how the experience in the Toyota Atlantics was being in an open wheel cars. Cause now obviously you're in full body stock cars.
2: Well, for sure. It's a, it's really the opposite. Like where, uh, NASCAR has big horsepower, not so fast in the corners. Where the Atlantic car is uh, not so much powers, but very fast in the corners and uh, big. You know, uh, the braking breaks really hard and NASCAR. It's really, you got to be really patient on the braking. So uh, it's really different. Uh, I think the the only thing uh, you know that helps for sure is uh, you know, all my life I've been in go karts and then moving to Atlantic and a lot of people. Uh, think that uh open wheel cars or nascar are faster but go karts is really like the fastest reaction wise uh, uh race car i think on the planet and i think going this when you you get to nascar it's a little bit uh you know slower uh reaction and you get more time to think and analyze everything and feel the car so i think uh going back a little bit uh like this it's uh it makes it easier to, uh, to manage uh, everything that's happening a- around
0: you. And you actually took a break, if I'm not mistaken, because I remember, um, you know, watching as a teenager, the Atlantic races, and then your name kind of went away. And then all of a sudden back in 2015, here comes Kevin Lacroix, uh, 2015 or 2016, coming into uh, the NASCAR Pinty series. Um, what, why the uh, resurgence? And, and did you take a break from racing within that period?
2: Well, yeah, I stopped racing in twenty uh, well, two thousand eight, and uh, you know for sure uh, it was the worst uh, days uh, with the economy, uh, you know. So uh, I lost all the sponsors uh, and and everything, and you know it's uh, in racing. Uh, no matter how you know, you have to be really rich to keep racing, you know. So maybe I couldn't afford afford uh, one practice. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you know, so I just quit when uh, when the sponsors left, I just quit and uh, and we have a family business, so you know, I kept myself busy with the business, and then uh, you know, uh, the, the economy just came back to uh, you know, to normal, and uh, and also uh, we had the pro uh, the approach with bumper to bumper that we deal with. That's uh, you know, we uh, we have a situation where uh, in our business deals with bumper to bumper so uh we have good relations and they they came out with the the, the new banner the new franchise and uh that's, there's my cat sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't worry you'll see mine probably pop in <laughs> so, yeah they came up
2: with a new program for canadian auto parts stores and they want they wanted to launch so they used uh, our racing to do it and uh it gave me the uh, the opportunity to uh, come back to racing and uh for sure, uh, I chose the NASCAR series because all the good names, the, the good competition in the series, you know, uh, there's a lot of good drivers and that's what I wanted also just, you know, having, you know, money and go racing in, uh, in touring cars with, and winning every time that's no fun. So, uh, you need a good competition. And that that's what we have in NASCAR.
1: Yeah. It, uh, you said it, uh, in your first answer, when you said, uh, uh, in the feel of the cars, I mean, um, you've driven so many different types of cars that you have such a good feel for for speed and, and what it takes to make that particular type of car to go fast, um, which, I mean, you take somebody like a Kyle Busch or, or people that just seem to have, or a Chase Briscoe, people that have just that feel for multiple different disciplines and it doesn't matter. You can kind of plug yourself into that car and, and not too long go fast. And that, uh, um, honestly, that's, uh, you're kind of in that conversation. You, you, like you said, you won in your, in your second start in the Toyota Atlantic series, you won in your second start in the, uh, now Pinty series. Uh, that's like your magic number pretty much, right?
2: Yeah. Well, uh, I guess, uh, just like, you know, there's some people like this, I would say, Austin Matthews, his first game with the Maple Leafs, a four goal. Yeah. You know, yep. so, uh, you know so, some people that uh, are better under pressure, some uh, are stressed. When they're stressed, they're better. And some other, some other people, they, they don't uh, manage this really well, really well, so they they have to be more comfortable. I guess I'm lucky on this way. I've always uh, performed with, like I said earlier, the beginner's luck also, so... Uh, Actually, my first race in Toyota Atlantic was uh, under rain, and we had problem with the car. And if there's a race that I would win is under rain. So, like, uh, if if I couldn't, I could know that uh, there would be a Formula One race or IndyCar race or NASCAR race that is gonna for sure rain this weekend. You know, I'll go. That's your
1: wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that further to the different disciplines, also like what those different disciplines bring and like racing in the rain like that's your wheelhouse i mean we've been at ctmp for many of those races where it almost always seems to rain at some point in a ctmp weekend at least particularly in may that's when we're there most of the time and uh and that 74 car is always out front or or getting up to the front anyways passing cars like crazy um uh you have on your pit box uh arguably uh Canada's Dale Earnhardt uh from the Cascar series with Don Thompson. Uh you guys, it seems like and I say this with the utmost respect. I mean, um I have huge respect for Don Thompson and all he accomplished in the Cascar series and to have him on your box. Um he's he was a fiery competitor. And, uh, it's, uh, I don't think it's any secret. You definitely have a competitive fire in you. What's it like to have Don on your box?
2: Uh, it's really nice. Really. Uh, he's a, you know, he makes a very big difference in the, in the team. And, uh, uh, you know, he's got so much experience also he's a really hard uh, worker. So, uh, if he doesn't know something, he's going to get the answer at some point. And, uh, you know, he thinks a lot and, uh, you know, it's like he never sleeps. He's always uh, thinking about it. And, uh, and uh, you know, that's what you need to win. And uh, I remember when we first started together, uh, we had some issues together because uh, he's got a lot of, of uh, experience, uh, especially on ovals. And uh, so the car was uh, has always been really good on oval. But then we we get to the road, uh, road course where uh, under braking was not so good, where, you know, you and the was really uh I would say that uh he was feeling really comfortable about his car, but I was not. And so we yeah. had a bit of our argumentation with it. <laughs> yeah. uh, at, at one point I had to told him that uh, look, you did a really good job with J.R. Fitzpatrick, but he's not a road racer. So uh you need to listen to me and we need there's a problem, we need to fix this. And then he, he understood and he went back home and he thought about it and he fixed it. You know so Every time that you think of something, he he's just, uh, you know, that guy that, uh, you know, is intelligent. He has a uh, big intelligence in racing. And uh, so, uh, you know, I had, uh, he needed me to tell him that they, they had a problem, but he found it and we fixed it. And now we're good.
1: That's the team thing. Like uh, it's, I mean, he had, like you said, he's a wealth of knowledge, but I mean, at the same time, you're the guy in the seat. Um giving him the feedback and you're the guy on the road course pushing that brake pedal and, and mashing the throttle at the right times. And if it's not right for you, something has to be done.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it it seemed almost as if when you guys did start that partnership, you know um, obviously coming from a road racing background, your, your, you know, your best races are going to be on oval on, on, road courses, but it seemed like you guys made a huge turnaround on the oval program and you guys were when running races. Uh, you won a race last year, actually, at, in um, uh, on the ovals. So, um, have you have has having him around at aided to your comfort on the road? Uh, sorry, on the ovals, or uh, was it something that you just kind of saw that you were going to progress no matter what?
2: Uh, not the same way, because uh, you know how it is on the, on road course, uh, you know. Uh, you don't get around people a lot, uh, you know. The the leaders are spread a little bit, and you get more, more room and everything. On ovals, it's different. You have to deal with people all always long, and uh, patience is not my uh, my best. Uh... <laughs> so you know, at one point, uh, no, you I get crash with some other drivers, or not crash, or just rub fenders, and. Uh, and I, you know, I get mad inside of me, and then I get out of the car, and I'm mad, and I start screaming. And uh, having him look at me and say, "Oh no, Kevin," <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so he,
2: he make you made me feel a little bit stupid. So it, you know, I had to think about it, and now you know, gain some maturity. And uh, so, for sure, if you know, I was, uh, I would have stayed with the road course people and keep the road course mentality. You know, I would have keep doing the same mistakes all the time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We actually have some questions from fans that we actually uh, threw out on Twitter to see if we could get uh, you know fans to, to submit questions. We actually got quite a bit. So we're going to start off with uh, with Wade Yarrow, who's a, a very good listener of Fansite. We're really excited that because uh, he, he had lots of questions for you. So we got to get to some of his. Um, your, very, your favorite uh, road course and oval that's currently on the NASCAR Pinty Series uh, schedule.
2: Uh, well, road course, uh, you know, I would have to say uh cause I get a lot of wins, but, uh, <laughs> no, really, I think, That's fair. uh, I think it's the old package would be GP3R where, uh, mm. you know, I like quite any road course. And also there the for me, uh, cause it's a little bit closer, uh, closer to home. There's a, you know, there's a good atmosphere really at there, uh, at the, this Grand Prix. And also because, you know, I'm, uh, we get m- more people involved, and so, you know, on my side also, the atmosphere is even better. So I think that's my favorite weekend, but track-wise would be uh, CTMP. And uh, that's for work course. And uh, overall, I would say uh, Jucasa. Uh, yeah, you were pretty good there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were there for that win, too, when you got that in 2018. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were sitting right in the grandstands, right beside some of your family, too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's always uh, – we do always good there, and uh, the car is good. Uh, and, yeah, I would say that's uh, the nicest track, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, so we obviously have talked about your your road racing um, pedigree and you, that you were in the Toyota Atlantics. Was there a period where you, where you kind of wanted to go the open-wheel route and go to cart at the time or IndyCar, um, road racing specific to Rolex or IMSA – um, or, uh, you know, was it always kind of, you weren't really sure where you were going to end up? Uh, well, I
2: would say, uh, all my life I thought about going to, uh, IndyCar, uh, mostly because, uh, you know, the Villeneuve in Quebec, uh, you know, we get to watch Formula One and, uh, I'm not the, the type of guy that likes, uh, Europe or, you know, it's, it looks good in Europe, but I, I like America. So, uh, I wanted to do a career in America and that's like the one of America. So, uh, that's what I wanted to do when I was younger. So that's why I was uh, going to a uh, Toyota Atlantic. And, uh, but then it, it just, uh, you know, uh, I had to move on to something else. And until I got to NASCAR and like when I got to NASCAR for, for sure, I, I told myself, uh, I should have tried this way
0: better because you know I like IndyCar, but now I like NASCAR better. And and there's lots of options now that NASCAR is expanding um, onto road courses. Would you be interested if if somebody called you up and said, "We want you to run an Xfinity car at Road America"? Would you be first flight uh, once, of course, the pandemic is over? But you would be first flight out to uh, to run Road Atlanta or Road America, as as I would say.
2: Yeah, for sure, yeah, but uh, you know, it all depends also on the team. Uh, I don't like to to lose, so...
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it a good that, point. It's a very yeah. good point. You don't want to go all the way it's there and finish. It
2: would have yeah. been a, a chance of winning, so uh, yeah. if, uh, you know, like with the trucks at CTNP, every year I got calls, you know, uh, we've got a good truck for you, you know, uh, P8, P10 cars, maybe with UP5, No, I, okay, no, I don't want to leave P5 like be really good in PP5. No, if you're really good, you need to win. So, so that's, you know, if I can't win, I just.
0: Won't win. So you hear that Kyle Bush, we need to get, uh, Kevin <laughs> in your truck.
1: That's what any, any sponsor, any owner, uh, would want to hear in their driver. Anything less than P1 is the first loser. And we'll just bring it up now. I, I'm going to say, first of all, uh, during the Pinty's fan cave challenge, uh, uh, after the that race uh uh i think you know the one i'm talking about uh you you came on twitter and you don't tweet that often so i was flattered that you did we got to i got to kind of get into your head a little bit in terms of what it's like to be like on a restart and and having the racers memory as as joel robinson put it when he was on here um you're, you're kind of the, you're the old school guy that, uh, you do have the long memory. Um, uh, as you said, you don't like to lose. Uh, and, and further to that, I would say guys like Tony Stewart, um, uh, and Kyle Bush and Kurt Bush, um, those are all guys that, early in their career i would say that i disconnected with them but ended up being some of my favorite drivers even their their championship pedigree drivers and i think yours is coming too that's not really a question i guess but <laughs> <laughs> but um i just wanted to say all it's more of a thank you really to to kind of for you to come on and, and, and clear the air and cuz that was sort of a presumptuous thing of me to to jump on we're kind of on the hathaway side of things but uh i just wanted to say thanks for for coming on and and now i kind of understand a little bit better what goes on inside the helmet when uh when that's uh that situation's happening
2: well also i can add on this it's funny like uh you know the drivers sometimes you know they get a lot of motion but also their friends their team the crew members (laughs) At the point that where Jason and I are able to to talk, <laughs> yeah, talk about it and laugh about it, yeah, so, while our crew members are fighting, you know,
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> right. so it, it is a it's a polarizing thing when those things happen. I mean, people immediately take sides, and and that's and maybe that's something that sort of transcends, like that goes outside of racing too. People immediately take sides to things when they don't necessarily have all the facts and uh, once you're uh, gracious enough to come on and 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 put me in your spot and 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 spell it out for me and I appreciate that and that's that's something that I think a lot more people I think need really <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, there's some other people that are, you know they're trying to be to act nice but they're not oh I, I, myself I'm just uh, transparent so
1: yeah. and that's it like i those things that i like anything that i say on twitter i would say in person like it like if it was me and you doing this then i would have asked that question right then and there too and i i respect that about you and um, and i think we kind of found that out about each other over that so that that was pretty cool
0: i think um the best way that i like to describe it and i was one of those people as soon as first off, as soon as you joined, I was like, holy crap, Kevin, the call from the Atlantic series is coming. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you kind of just dominated right away. And it was, it was almost uh, a shock, you know, because you were going out there and beating the Andrew Rangers, you know, you're going out <laughs> there and beating the guys that have been dominating. Um, I want to talk about that because he almost feels like the perfect kind of match for you uh in terms of like a rivalry on the racetrack, you know, former atlantic guys, former guys in open wheel cars, you know, both French Canadians, and both willing to do whatever it takes to win the race. Now you guys had a moment at CTMP where it took <laughs> yeah. everything and you both lost the race. But one of the things that I would say and I, I like your comparisons, Grain, but to me, um it's it's Jimmy Spencer. It's Mr. Excitement because yeah. Kevin Lacroix uh is Mr. Excitement in our series. You're not the willing One to man show. move doesn't matter who's in front of you. You're winning for bumper to bumper. You're winning for the team. And um what
1: and did, winning what, for Kevin.
0: What did Jimmy Spencer always say? I never forget. Kevin Lacroix never forgets. And I feel like that's a perfect like tagline for your like race. Like we got a shirt on it. Kevin Lacroix never forgets. Like Oh, it's perfect. Anyways.
2: Yeah, um, Yeah. I'm patient on the track. And when he gets to revenge, I'm really patient.
0: (laughs) Hey, yeah, man. (laughs) And I mean, that's, that's, I think, why the series is so good, right? Because we see the boys, the quote, boys have at it full on in the Pinty series. You know, um, what other series do you actually follow in terms of, uh, you know, your viewing? Uh, Is it Formula One? Is it... Indy Car is it kind of a mix of everything?
2: Formula One, it's uh, I'll follow the uh, the uh, season, uh, the preseason practice, and see which car is going to be dominant. And uh, like the first uh, two or three races, and then you probably you you get to you know you know what's going to happen next. So. Yep. <laughs> uh, every year, I tell myself uh, I want to watch more of IndyCar uh, but I never do. I don't know why. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier, I think my heart, uh, you know, since I've been racing and I tried a stock car, I think my heart is in stock car. So right now, so uh, yeah, pretty much uh, every NASCAR races.
0: Yeah. And you've been able to see what's kind of crazy is that, that class that you were in with the Toyota Atlantics was not a fluke like team. You had Robert Wickens in there. You had Simona De Silvestro in there, James Hinchcliffe in there. Rafa Matos was in there um uh jr hildebrand was in this, so that was like not small competition uh have you kept up with have you kept up with any of the the people that you used to race with or is it kind of as people move on they kind of they've moved on
2: uh not really i i uh in during these days like my english was really bad I, like couldn't even understand anything except for pizza or toaster but
0: uh <laughs> those, are, those are pretty good words to know
2: <laughs> yeah so you know I, I was uh you know there what what they call my entourage you know my family and you know not talking to anyone so uh that's uh no i didn't do many friends there uh, except for once uh there was one year, my last year, I went to live in, uh, Indianapolis, and uh, I kind of stayed a lot of, uh, you know, uh, did a lot of things with uh, James Davison that he runs uh, NASCAR uh, nowadays. But uh, you know, used to run uh, some, uh, you know, Indy 500 and some IndyCar races, and so we we kept in touch. But that's the only one.
0: So Randy Patterson on twitter asked i wanted to ask um and i don't know how much you can actually go into this because yeah it's not really we're not going to go into the the one but uh, what's your favorite competitor uh to race with and i'm not sure if this is specific to pinties or if this is just overall but we'll go with uh, we'll start with pinties
2: okay uh yeah <laughs> uh, like you said for sure you know uh, andrew ranger is the perfect match uh you no, know, there's a lot of drivers that I like racing. Uh, you know, uh, I tag Liani also. I uh, even know, uh, you know, we, <laughs> we, we fight a lot uh, after the races. Uh, you know, actually, it, it takes uh, some time and then you forget and uh, we get back. <laughs> I actually went to his house a few times to have dinner. And uh, right now, uh, uh, like two weeks ago, I went uh like... I was uh, four hours uh, with him uh, talking about his uh, new uh, amusement park or track. Oh, yeah. So that's really nice. So we're we're back friends now, uh, just a little bit. like <laughs> long- that way. <laughs> but uh, also, you know, uh, there's uh, there's Kennington that uh, is you know he's really a tough racer. But you know that uh, even though you you know you bang fenders and everything, uh, he's never gonna crash your you know break something in a car. So he, like yeah. the the like total uh control on on his car you know there's some other drivers when you're a little bit close you're you get afraid because uh, you never know you know what kind of move they're gonna make and uh, not on purpose i mean but it's still dangerous so uh so with kennington that's nice even though uh you know he bumps you and everything it's all under control so that's really cool so, yeah with also the same with uh at the way i say uh like when we get to uh to be a little bit rude on the track uh, we get out of the car we can we can talk and there gets back to normal, but uh, so I would say like the top four drivers will be tagging any Ranger, Hathaway, and Kennington, but also you know for sure the 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 the, the best one will be Ranger.
0: And I, I'm I'm going to flip the wording of this because I don't want to say your least favorite, but let's just say the the hardest to compete against. Um, we know we talk about uh, in NASCAR Cup uh, Ryan Newman being the hardest to pass. You know, so. And let's just say uh, who is the the hardest to drive against
2: i'll uh, i'll include two names in the story uh, <laughs> uh first of all uh, lp doomlin uh, not, uh, not because i don't like him it's just uh, i mean that's funny because uh, we all have different uh, driving type and uh, i always get in his bumper and uh, <laughs> It's not on purpose. It's just uh, the guy that mid corner he always breaks, and I'm not ex- so. It's like I even called him once. Uh, yeah, I even called him once, and uh, I told him like, you must really hate me because I'm always bumping you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not on purpose. So uh it's just different driving styles, and uh, you know uh, you don't expect him to to break and poof. There's a bump, but. uh so that's it. you know every time i get uh, behind him i'm like okay hold yourself a little bit you know i have to concentrate about it so that's that's really tough for for me to you know try to think about it and hold myself but uh, and also there's uh, the other that uh uh it's never going to b- work uh, between us it's uh, Le Bay. uh he's yep. not risk. <laughs> Maybe he'll come back, but uh, that's that's the one driver that the exact opposite that range or Kennington or Hathaway, like, uh, it first started with really something small. And then we, I tried to go, uh, towards him and talk about it. And, uh, he's just not open-minded. So, uh, so it's like, uh, I don't know how to say that in English, but it's, uh, life and water. Yeah.
0: So. It's funny because that actually leads into another question question, uh, in that uh that Wade had. Well, it actually leads into what your what your thoughts were about twenty nineteen at New Hampshire because that um I remember vividly howling at the the finish because I was so bummed. Um that was obviously it was pretty hard. Um pretty hard finish uh for your championship uh, you know, but what was that like competing in the United States for the NASCAR Pinty series at a, pretty, a bigger track than what you'd be used to?
2: Well, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's nice, you know, to get to, uh, you know, I know they call it a short track in the U S but uh,
0: <laughs> no, yeah. not even close <laughs> But uh, for us, it was a
2: big track. And uh, it, it was really nice. Uh, you know, that second year was, uh, I, I think there, I mean, ex- Except the last ten laps, uh, but the the first ninety laps, I dominated a lot. So I was kind of alone on the track, and that's uh, you know, you that's a little bit boring normally. But uh, at the first year, I got to do a lot of side by side with Ranger uh, actually, and uh, you not know, big tracks like this where you can run mil- you know different lanes. That's uh, that's really nice to do, to have the chance to do it. But uh, it's a really nice track. But uh, you know, it was a tough end to, at the end in 2019 for sure.
0: And I just wish that that start finish line was just a little bit closer. We would have made it right across. Um, you know, uh, we, we've also got, uh, my dad's been wanting to ask a question for quite a while. So um, I was going to ask if you, if you have uh, a vintage car that you potentially uh, have that you own, or if you had an an idea of a vintage car that you would like to uh, own at some point. Oh, that's
2: funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh I don't know if it's something that's going to happen because, you know, it's pretty expensive. Uh, So I have to keep saving a little bit again. uh, Uh, (laughs) I always told myself I'm going to have a uh, 67 GT500 and a a, 2700, both side by side. I already have the 20, uh, in 2008, I bought the the 2007 GT500 and it still has uh, 5,000 kilometers on it. So it's brand new. So it's waiting his father, but <laughs> just, <laughs> which I probably never ha- will have. But uh, hopefully, one day I can afford it.
1: I have Wade's other questions here. It, it's sort of a two-parter. Uh, have you? Uh, do you have any uh, dirt racing experience? And uh, do you have the the dirt car ready to go?
2: uh well dirt racing experience except for the times uh that i'm off track uh, <laughs> well uh, crashing or something I never on dirt, no so uh no i'm looking forward to it uh, if it's you know going to happen for real but uh yeah for sure i'm definitely uh looking forward and it's gonna be a very good experience and also we uh like i said we do have a fifth car that we uh we're keeping for that so uh, i know that dirt uh, track uh, it's a little bit tough on cars uh, so uh Or keeping a car just for it.
0: Well, Kevin, we are so excited to have had you on the show. Um, I remember chatting with you on Facebook when I had uh, created a couple fictionals for you, and you said that the Joe Louis car would be perfect for you uh, if they paid you in Joe Louis for Victory Lane. So, Vachon, Mm -hmm. we got to get you guys to sponsor Kevin Lacroix because that needs to happen. Uh, You know, we see Cole Custer downing the beers. But you got to get you with a Joe Louis in each hand. You know, <laughs> I think it, uh, it writes itself. We want to give you an opportunity because what we like to do here on fanside is thank the sponsors and they're the ones that are able to get you to the track. So this is your moment to, uh, to thank your sponsorship.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, like I said earlier, you know, uh, you know, I've always dreamed about racing and, uh, uh, and bumper to bumper and total also, it all happened uh, the same year with uh you know uh, and them together came to me and uh, offered me the, the opportunity to come back to racing and uh, everybody that knew just a little bit that's my uh, that was my dream and uh, i'm uh, for for everything to uh, uh, to them that uh, made it happen
0: well we're uh, very grateful for remax jack to help get this interview to happen so um, we want to thank him for sponsoring this episode Kevin, thank you so much. We really hope we get to see the NASCAR Pinty Series at the track this year. Um, Fingers are crossed that we get to have a a full season with fans and that we get to see that 74 finally scrap that third and second and fifth place in the championship and go for where it needs to be, number one, where it's really kind of been the past couple years. So all the best in the offseason, and uh, we hope to see you at the track uh, very soon.
2: Yes. Thank you very much, guys. And, uh, you know, it was fun. And uh, anytime it takes me in, uh, I'm available.
1: Awesome. Yeah. On behalf of my kids too, Kevin, thanks a lot. And and myself as well. Uh, Thanks a lot, man. All right. Cool. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening, race fans. Time to enjoy some wings and some racing. We'll catch you next week on Race, Canada Fanside. on
1: Race Canada Fanside.
0: Don't forget you can find Cam on social media at CamK Racing, Cam Racing or Graydon on Twitter at, at Smooth Operator. Smooth Operator.